welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Keiju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Film and TV Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, wonderful, sweetie. Everything is great on my end. Looking forward to going away, having a fabulous uh, vacation. Uh, uh, I don't want to say what year, but birthday celebration Wait a minute. coming up in a few weeks. Wait a minute, is your birthday coming up soon? Well, I do have a birthday coming up on the 31st of this month, uh, but I'm actually traveling a few weeks later to celebrate the birthday in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so that's, nice. That's one of my wonderful birthday gifts from my daughter and son-in-law. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Oh, oh. I, I'm so oh, excited. What lovely daughter and son-in-law you have. Yes, they are. I can I cannot even joke. I'm not even going through shade. I'm not going to joke. That is the sweetest, most extravagant gift I've had in my whole life. And I'm a middle-aged woman. Oh yeah. wow! I, I can't wait to have the to go to the luau, the beach, some wonderful Hawaiian Polynesian drinks. Oh. I, I just can't wait. I okay. just can't wait. I'll let you all know all about the trip when I come back. Okay. Okay. What's going right, on? All right, we, we got a ways end? before we get to it, so we'll okay. You know, let them coming know. up in coming up in a few weeks, guys. Ooh. Coming up. So ma, I, I guess it's a good thing I didn't try to get you the Beyonce tickets. Do you see that people are traveling to Europe because the tickets are cheaper in Europe and it'll save them money? Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. Go ahead, Queen Bay. Go ahead. They're saying, they said actually this woman in Dallas, and she said in 2018, she said that the floor seats in Paris went for $92 and they were starting at $900 in Dallas. So we don't even know. And that was in 2018. That was five years ago okay. so you okay. know the people but you know what in europe they don't there there are laws for scalping tickets aren't the same so they okay. can't just like you know they can't just charge anything they right, want to right. yeah okay all so right wonderful. well enjoy the show guys enjoy the show i'm going to be enjoying what i'm doing as well and and you know and you know I love, I love Beyonce as well. I'm sorry, I've already started a little early with the cocktail. Okay, well, no apologies okay. needed, Mom. We need okay. to tell everybody what okay. we are sipping on. Okay, okay, because it's your birthday on. month, so you can celebrate okay. every day if you want. All right, all right. So we are gonna, you know, have an oldie but goodie, of course. Ego Tequila, Ricky Kelly, because like oh, I said, yeah. it's Women's oh, uh, yeah. History Month. So and shout out to Ricky. Yeah, oh, she's also a sweetie. Shout out to Ricky. So, okay. Mom, what's the what's the toast for? Okay, the toast is to raise your glasses to long life and prosperity health wealth and happiness and many more birthdays for both of us to come salud salud Delicious. Whoa, mm. delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. We need to get into some movies, first off, because we have a lot to talk about today. As always. The first movie. Okay. <laughs> the first movie is Cocaine Bear, which is streaming now. I, I forgot what 
what network is streaming on. Anyway. Was it Peacock? Oh, no. Really it's sure. on Prime, actually. Oh, it's on Prime. Oh, okay. On, oh, you have to rent it. Okay, my bad. Okay. So, Co- Cocaine Bear was inspired by a true story, but obviously, the CGI bear was not real. Neither were at the actual murders. So, this was directed by female director Elizabeth Banks, and it starred Carrie Russell. Now, you remember Carrie Russell from Felicity? I do. From the Americans, okay? I do. Obviously, O'Shea uh, Jackson Jr., Ice Cube, son. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was in there. Oh, and um, okay. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Did you realize that he, he was in there? Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family? Uh, I probably didn't realize he, it. He looked so different. His hair was longer. Yeah. He, yeah, he just looked a little different. Anyway, uh, and of course, the late, great Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah. So, Ray Liotta playing a, a villain, played a bad guy in there. Yeah. So, so about a 500-pound black bear consumes a large amount of cocaine that yes. fell through the sky from a plane. Right. And the bear starts terrorizing the locals, tourists, and drug criminals. It's pretty. It's pretty ridiculous movie, Ma. What, it, are, it, what are your thoughts? I just thought it was silly, funny... Um, not to be taken seriously, tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, account based on uh, supposedly an account based on what actually happened. You know, I don't know how true it is, but I know there's some elements of it that was supposedly true. Um, the bear did consume and, the cocaine, uh, right? That and, was and, about it. And they said that they really never did retrieve a lot of the cocaine. That's true. You yeah. know, and uh, so that was it. It was just sort of funny and silly. Nice to see, nice and sad to see Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. I think that was his final performance. It or may have been. One of them. I, it was yeah, definitely one of his. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and that was it. I mean, it was nothing else to tell. It was just a bunch of people, uh, you know, and bad guys and good guys all mixed in, yeah. you know, looking for the bear or looking to to save the life of someone that the bear kidnapped right. and, you know... Just a bunch of, just a bunch of, you know, slapstick comedy. Yeah, it That's wasn't, it. it wasn't anything to take serious. It was something funny and quirky and just kind of like one of those like old fashioned like B movies, um, you know. And you know, good luck for you know female directors. But it was just fun. Don't take it serious, guys. Absolutely not. Just no. take it. You know what the name is? What I will give it credit for for sure is the name Cocaine, Cocaine Bear because yeah. that's just what it was. A bear getting high. So I'm going to give it a premium um, because it was entertaining. I'm going to go with a premium um, six. Uh, good. I'm going to give it a premium of 5.5. Okay. In uh, some parts of it was really funny. Uh, not only was O'Shea in it, but it was also the guy from The Wire. From The Wire. Yeah, I, yeah, can't, he, I can't remember his name yeah. either, but he was funny too. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, so it was, if you want, if you want some laughs, something very lighthearted and not to be taken seriously, uh, you know, it's worth a book. Okay. okay. Um, our second movie, uh, we kind of tried to keep it light this week. Um, well, with the movies, uh, was Puss in Boots and The Last Wish starring Antonio Banderas, Selma Hayek, a Fl- a Florence Pugh, and Olivia Coleman. And so this was actually nominated for Best Animated Feature Film, but lost to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So Puss in Boots... Spirit pretty much takes a hit when he realizes he's used up eight out of his nine lives and is being chased by death. Right. So he sets off on a journey to restore his other eight lives, but to do so, he must find the last wish 
But there are several of the people who are looking for this last wish. Goldilocks and the Three Bears and Jack Horner are also in search of the mystical last wish. So, Ma, uh, what are your thoughts on Puss in Boots? I, I don't have too much to say about Puss in Boots, except that it was a, a funny, silly cartoon with a, a cat that talks a lot of trash. And, uh, and that was it? You know, and, and, I and, thought it was you know, cute. And, and a cat who sings and dance and talks yeah. trash and has a lot of bravado going on. Yeah. And, um, you know, it doesn't seem to be, wasn't that committed to his love that he thought he had left that he thought he stood up. Yeah, yeah some character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he thought he stood her up, but it was a mutual stand-up because she didn't show up either. Right. And all that this time, cute. he had been going around thinking that he had jilted her, right. but they actually jilted each other. So that part was funny and cute. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot, but his thing, uh, you know, of him sort of conquering death well, it was the truth of it is, like Deb said, I'll be seeing you again. Right. So he just put it off for a while. So it was good. Lots of adventures. Lots of color. Lots of noise. Lots of funny, corny jokes. That was know. cute. I mean, it was so, cute for an animation. So, thought, so absolutely. You know, and I, it it was very cute, very colorful, yeah. very pic- picturesque. You yeah. know, and and Puss in Boots. You know, he just took a lot of smack all the way around. Yeah. Oh boy, you know, Puss in Boots is real funny. He himself is funny. So, what do you give it? Uh, in that genre, you know, let's you know, let's be honest. It's a cartoon. It's animation. In that genre, I'm going with a seven. So premium. I'm going with premium. I'm going with seven. I'm gonna give it a top shelf eight because I really I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I was in the mood to to find something to make me laugh. I thought it was really cute and um you know, I saw where you can enjoy it as an adult and there's a and I'm not like a big cartoon or animation person, but this for me, um I I enjoyed it and I thought like the chemistry between Antonio Baderas and Summer Hikes character, I, I like that a lot. And there were a lot of really cool life lessons for kids to, um, you well, know, well, that's to what I, well, it. that's what I thought that it would be more not just because it was a cartoon, but because of the very basic lessons that you need in life, right. you need to learn in life. And I thought that yeah. they were, you know, I thought that it was good in that regard. And I thought that they had many, many uh, symbolic things, you know, along the way. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it was really good. Yeah. So, yeah. Really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my, now we're going to move on into some series. Now, um, we are going to discuss um, Power, Book 2, Ghosts. We'll do that next week. Okay. Um, and we will go into a little bit okay. more into the Mandalorian. Um, although the Mandalorian is so cute, and there's a lot of stuff going on with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll it's like oh, they really have switched up into a lot of you know backstory. Di- yeah. yeah, you know to the to the point that I was saying, oh my goodness, is this still Mandalorian? Yeah, you know, I had to go back and look at the previous week mm-hmm. because to to find some connection. Yeah, because it was so different. Yeah, I think if you're like a true Star Wars. A person you'll yeah. you really really love it i mean you'll love it either way but but it'll click for you yeah yeah there, there, there was a great disparity between the two yeah you know really different stories yeah. um how and and with the foundlings this yeah you know this week and then last week with the cloning stuff you know yeah. so it was really different um but good but good but yeah good good yeah. and yeah. obviously great writing um and you know. Pedro Pascal he's just I don't know what he's done all in the past I know he's done some, you know lots of things well he in the was past, in Game of but Thrones but he is just yeah yeah, yeah. but I think he, I think he's really at the top of his game right now oh yeah I think he's just 
smoking at the top of his game. And you know what? And to those people, I'm going to throw this out. This is coming out of left field, but it's just a thought that I'm having. And that is for those people who have really good voices, because I swear to you, I really think Pedro Pascal's voice mm-hmm. is what's selling him. I think yeah. his actual soothing, sexy voice is selling him because you can recognize his voice in anything. That's you, true. you don't have to see him. You That's know true. his voice. That is and true. his voice is very soothing in The Last of Us mm-hmm. and is super soothing in Mandalorian. Yeah. So well, you know, you know, you know everybody loves he's like everyone's favorite daddy. Oh so, yeah. yeah, baby. That's yeah. a cat daddy. That's to like me. a baby. Right. Oh right. yeah. Okay. Okay. So my uh we're gonna get into a series that is a limited series that is the talk of let's just say I don't know the world but of the country for sure. You know what I'm gonna say, my swarm. Oh. Alright, so this is starring Dominique Fishback and listen, my whatever you wanna say about Swarm, because I'm gonna hear it from you. Uh her no, performance her performance is spot on. She oh, her performance is her performance is off the chain. Yeah. She a couple of close ups they did on her was just piercing. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Right. Oh, I'm believing you. Right. Oh, and she, yes. And she was in... And don't the, forget, she was in Ptolemy. I was I was just getting ready to say, oh, she okay. was in... No, no worries, man. She was in the yeah. last days of Ptolemy Gray. Right. And, my, she was in the Black Messiah. Okay. She played Fred Hampton's... The wife. Right. You know, right. and so this... so this, um, But these, this actress, roles, these roles are more on media. Well, yeah, yeah. Media. yeah but she she's yeah. a, a really excellent actress, and I'm and I'm happy that she's getting, you know, noticed. That's right. That young lady is doing her thing. Right. She and, is doing her thing. And, you know, and I don't like to say, mention anybody's age, so I'll leave it alone, but she is, you know, playing... She looks a lot younger than she is. Well, you know what, what I want to say... And what I really like about it is that she can play cute and mm-hmm. sexy and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And what she has done, obviously. But she's not banking on that to push her over. Right. She's not leaning on that. She's going with her talent. Oh, for and, sure. And, and, and the role she has chosen... I mean, obviously, people have chosen her, right. but she's had the option of accepting or rejecting. You know? right, right. And, and I think she's chosen excellent roles excellent roles and she's able to show her range oh. you know because they all have been very different oh for sure you know so let, i mean so shout out to her let, shout out I, I just wanted to and so let's you know this is from the, the whatever you think my from the creative minds of donald glover yes. and janine neighbors who you know we they they were all part of atlanta and obviously donald glover that right. was his that was his baby right and so dominique's character dre is an obsessed fan of Najee who is just like Beyonce that's right. who she's supposed right. to represent they're in Houston what, they in call writing, it the they used to, in no, writing the beehive the, yeah. the hive they yeah. do call the beehive they, but Beyonce's yeah they call it beehive right yeah, yeah. and this one they call swamp you know in the writing but they, they call it the call, hive they still do they call it the hive okay okay uh, in, in, in writing they used to call that a Romana cleft and with that Romana cleft that was you're writing about people, but you just change the names. Yes. And it really is based on true people, but you just give them a different identity. Right. And you just tell the story. And that's kind of what this reminds me of. Yes. You know. Yeah. And and also and also there's an embedded uh, embedded narrative within this this uh, 
the series because there's a story within the story. Right. right. And so, you yeah. know, there's that. But supposedly this is supposed to be based on a true story. But guys, it is not a true story. It is based on a urban legend. So it's based on if you want to say the the urban legend wasn't true, but it's based on what people actually thought happened. And this did not happen, thank goodness, because um It's a Trey lie. Is, oh boy. She loses the only person who um, she really loves, she really loves, you right. know, and really has some type of you know connection with the stable force in her life, Marissa, who we find out is really her foster sister, played by Chloe Bailey. And let's give Chloe Bailey like a round of applause too, because she does a really good job. Right, that's right. Shout out to Chloe Bailey. Yeah. That's right. And her and Dre, the, well, not her. Sorry, Dre goes on a murderous spree after Chloe. Is gone after yeah, Chloe. she becomes a serial killer yeah, after Chloe yeah. commits suicide. And I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, if you haven't seen it, guys, we're giving spoilers, so we're just letting you know this is a yeah. um, a, a really interesting uh, series. I don't know. I felt the performances were good. I thought Chloe's was was really good. I felt Billie Eilish, who was the leader of a cult, I think that was probably her first role, and, and she I, was good. She was really good. She was good, and she was believable. Yeah, absolutely. And her voice. Yeah. The way it was calming yeah. oh, and yeah. soothing. Oh yeah, her and, whole and her whole persona was like that. And she's yeah. and she's a young girl. She's only like twenty one. Yeah. So she's yeah. like she was um, good. And then let's give a shout out my to the stripper, aka Paris Jackson. Okay. Jackson's daughter. Oh yeah, Paris was good. Paris did yeah. a really good job too. Yeah. And it was funny about her because remember she made the joke about being black. Oh yeah, that. and she asked, and they said, "Oh, you're." She said, "Oh, you're black." black. Yeah, right. right. And she, she said, started explaining and she how said, she was black. And she said, "What parent is half?" Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'll just. I'll not up because it could come out like that, which would mean she's at least seventy-five. Oh, a uh, white. Right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So, right. Oh, and, so and, and my um also a really good uh. I guess a cameo kind of from Chris Summer and Norm Lewis, um, Damson Idris, who plays uh, who's it Marissa Chloe's boyfriend. Um, he was pretty good in there. He was real good for the short time he was in there. Yeah, he was in there, <laughs> right? Right. And my, I, you know, everybody's favorite uh, old school legend at this point, Leon. He had a little cameo in there, and he was uh, he was very intimidating. That's all I have to say. So as far as the, the rating for this, I'm going to say it was very creative and I couldn't stop watching it, but I didn't like what I was seeing. Right. Um, I, I, I thought it was just, she was, I never liked, uh, I never liked Dominique's character. I always thought that she was very scary and intimidating and very unlikable. Of course. But I thought she did a really good job. But you know what it was? You know what I thought too? What? I agree with you. Uh, you, you know, but another observation I made is that I didn't like the theme of it. Mm -hmm. I don't like this about these serial killers because mm -hmm. there's too many of them for real. Yeah. I didn't like that they so closely aligned it to a real person who mm -hmm. does have a whole lot of fans. Oh. And that is Beyonce. I didn't like that part. Mm -hmm. I did and not neither like did that her part. fans. Let's defend her fans. Most of her oh, fans yeah. came out and well, they were well, very yeah. happy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And I agree with them. I'm, look, I'm a fan too. I'm not a, you know, teenager or anything like that. Uh, but uh, I am, you know, a middle-aged woman. But I can tell you this for sure. Um, I wasn't happy about that. 
But what I have to say is that I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. I, you were interested. You were engaged. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you, you know, you sort of held on to the story because mm-hmm. you wanted to know what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. You wanted to see what was going to happen. And so when you take that into consideration and you talk about the goal, the writer's goal, the mm-hmm. goal of the Glover brothers and everybody else that was involved. Well, um, it wasn't the Glover brothers. It was Donald Glover. It was, was just and, Donald? and it was a black female. Okay. Okay. So well, was Steve her. wasn't in this one. He was okay. Donald. Okay. Because I, I thought I saw his name in the credits somewhere, but you know, okay, okay, okay. One okay. of the Obama daughters uh, participated in one of the episodes writing. I don't remember. Okay, was, but... so well, I think that would be uh, Malia. Malia, okay. I think so. Okay, okay. Well, guess what? If it's not Malia, then it's Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but wait a minute. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. If that's the goal. To create something interesting and, you know, I don't want to say creative because obviously it's creative. And to hold the audience's attention, they achieved that. Yeah. They achieved that. If that was the goal, they achieved that. Yeah. And that's all I want to say. I don't want to see too many more like this because you got you on there. People are watching all the time. Yeah. And then you have them. I don't want to it to be that we become so desensitized that we have these people just running through randomly random serial killers and I don't want to see no bunch of charming serial killers but I know we have them but I don't want to see them I want them scary I want them scary I want them to where you dislike them to the point that you want to stay away or you dislike them to the point that you don't trust them that that's more calming that's more you know comforting for me yeah I don't want them charming I don't want to be a damn to be my best friend. Well, she wasn't very. She wasn't very like. There was a lot. No, she wasn't. I prefer. I'm saying I prefer that. But but she had friends too. I mean, she had people around her from the strip club. Remember, she did, but she was not right. Well, she people were around her. She. Rejected the people. She rejected right, and yeah. Then, well, which was like you know it, that was very strange to me too. And I think like the last episode to me was a very perplexing because I don't know what the point of of the series was. And everybody like the the ending for me, I didn't know what they were trying to say. I don't know if they were trying to say this was all made up in our head, or um, you know if. You know, this really happens her you know or if she was relating right. this to her foster sister if she was right. imagining because right. to me everything was revolved around her feelings towards her foster sister who kind of kept her grounded and took right. care of her right well and her foster sister came from her foster sister came from well-to-do parents right right and, and a stable, stable home and everything and well home. to me it was just two things mm-hmm. to me it was the foster sisters who did care about her mm-hmm. and you know and so forth and how she just really fell apart when the foster sister committed suicide mm-hmm. you know uh, it was that piece and then it was Naja and then that those were the only two things that she connected to right totally but and she was totally committed to but not things. but the foster sister liked love reciprocated Nadja. yeah and don't you think and don't yeah. you think it's interesting Ma, that yeah. the character Chloe Bailey is Beyonce's protege don't you think yes i think that's interesting that they chose her for that role so what can you do yeah 
Okay, so what do you give Swarm? You know, I, I would say, I don't know if, if Beyonce is, aware, well, I know she's aware of it. I guess she gave it a thumbs up or maybe it's just irrelevant. I don't know. But anyway, okay, I'm, I'm mad at the certain parts of it that I don't like. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say I thought it was good. I'm giving Swarm about an eight. I hate uh, Premium? I mean, I'm sorry, a top shelf. Top shelf. I hated the theme of serial killers, okay? I could not stand the theme of seeing a young woman just going around killing people almost randomly, with the exception of the first murder, almost randomly. But what I did love was her acting and how I connected to the character and thought she did such a, not connected to her, but was interested, you know, found herself interesting and found the writing very good. I find uh, I find that she did an excellent job of playing her character. I thought she was scary. I thought she was unlikable, and and I thought it was horrible. I thought she was like a monster, you know. Uh, and I thought uh, that Danny Glover did a very good job. Of Donald being, Glover. I mean, I'm sorry. Why am I gonna say Danny? I know he's not Danny. Uh, and uh, Donald Glover, I thought he did a, an amazing job of writing. And um, I forgot the woman's name. I can't think of the, the ladies. Oh, Janine Neighbors. Is and Janine Neighbors. I, I, I thought that the script was very good, although I hated the theme. I hated to, you know, see a young woman depicted as a serial killer, you know, and so forth. But in, in terms of, you know, their writing, I think it was off the chain. I think it was really good. Um. Okay, I'm kind of confused. Oh, I have to let the audience know. I only saw it up to... The part where she, uh, I'm not really sure what chapter, maybe episode four or five or okay. something like that. I saw it up to that point. Uh, you know, I haven't finished it yet, but up to that point, I, you know, I'm going to say I'm giving it an eight. Top uh, shelf. Top shelf. Okay. Um, I'm kind of conflicted about what I wanted to give it um, because I didn't like the ending. I thought the ending, um, the ending for me took it down a notch. And just in general, um, I didn't like a lot of the obviously <laughs> the serial killer. I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I thought it was very creative, and I thought the acting um, was excellent in it. Um, so I'm probably gonna go with a high premium. I'm probably gonna go with a seven point five. Okay, so we're close. I just don't like endings where you don't know if it's real or if it's not. Like I don't. I gotcha. just don't like that. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um. So, but you know, we both recommend that you watch it. Definitely. Um, it's definitely, really, really well written and well acted. Okay. Um. Okay. So we're gonna move on to Ted Lasso. Um. We're in season three, episode two, and uh, there was no Nate in this episode, so that was good. Because uh, I'm kind of tired of Nate at this point. No, oh, Nate um, is just too nasty. Oh, my goodness. But I do like that um, they brought back the reporter, um, tr uh, Trent. What's his name? Trent Crime? Trent Crimes? I think. Well, it's Trent, the reporter. Yeah, Trent. we'll just say Trent. All right. And he's Trent with the nice hair. Well, yeah. He's back, recover he's back, not recovering, um, covering the Richmond um, season. And um, Roy is holding on to some resentment towards Trent. 
because Trent wrote a really bad article about him when he was 17. 17, yeah, yeah. Um, And so that's an interesting dynamic. And, you know, they, of course, mention again about Roy and Keely and their breakup. And Roy and Jamie have a nice little a moment together, their little hug. That was that was kind of funny. Um, but I don't know how I feel about Rebecca and Rupert, but we found out how Rupert was so charming and how he can, you know, be conniving and, and Well, she fun. thought he was so charming at least. Right. At um, some point. Right. And then Keith, And then again to me that was just a whole big apology for how she started dating a married man. Right. And so, you know. Right. And then, of course, we have Keely. A, a wealthy married man. Right. Yeah, so, hmm. And then Keely and her, um, you know, little confrontation with the CFO of her company and then bringing on her old friend who doesn't really seem to have any uh, skills that we can see, but, oh, she has a sweet personality and... She's my friend, so I'm going to bring her along. Yeah. Which is the way, unfortunately, a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, and that Cronyism is alive. Yeah, and, that yeah. and that for a lot of reasons, um, well, that usually negatively affects minorities. So I'll leave that alone. Um, I didn't really like that. Uh, but I thought this episode was a good episode, Ma. What are your your thoughts? I thought it was a good episode too. I'm gonna tell. Oh, Zava! Sorry, the whole the whole thing yeah, about Zava, the yeah, free agent, yeah. who was like Zlatan, the real yeah. life player. That was so wonderful that they got one of the top players in the league, yeah. and they didn't think that you know uh, that he would you know come over to Richmond, and he did. And you know uh, what's her name, Victoria. What's her name? Rebecca? Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca, yeah. Rebecca, I'm just really too through with her and that ex-husband. But, but, if you're going to keep score, this was a huge victory for Rebecca. You know? And uh, and I like that. And I like that she was she aggressively pursued what she wanted. Right. And, and that was good. Because before, I think she had been kind of docile and just really sort of submissive and just accepted that Rupert would, you know, beat her at everything. Right. You know, so I'm glad that she decided, yeah, I have nothing to lose. I already don't have what I want, so why don't I just go for it? I have mm. nothing to lose. And that was a good attitude. So I did like that piece of it. Um, so, you know, we shall see how, how it goes. So I, I thought that was really good. Yeah. And I don't know about Roy and Keely. I don't know what's going on with them. I'm not really sure. Yeah. yeah. They shouldn't be broke up, but that's just how they do yeah. with these shows. I don't know if this is a permanent or temporary breakup, so we'll we'll just see. Yeah. You know, because we'll you know they still goes. have feelings for each other. You can yeah. still tell. Yeah. So. so let's just see how that all goes. So, okay, so it was a good episode. Really good episode. Okay. Um, so, like I said, we'll catch up on Mandalorian and Power Book 2 Ghosts um, next week. But now, Ma, it's time for some updates. Okay. So, we know, uh, we talked about Giselle and Tom Brady, uh, I think, on the last episode. So, okay. Giselle is clearing up some rumors. Some, you know, she sat down with Vanity Fair, um, and she wanted everyone to know she is not dating a billionaire. The billionaire in question is Tom Brady's good friend, and they are not dating. Um, whether or not she's seeing the jiu-jitsu instructor is another question, and to my knowledge, she has not commented on that. So, um, but she did say why, she did comment on why her marriage ended. She said, listen, I've always cheered for him, referring to Tom, and I will continue forever. 
If there's one person I want to be the happiest in the world, it's him. Believe me, I want him to achieve and to conquer. I want all his dreams to come true. That's what I want really from the bottom of my heart. And so she thought that it was the craziest thing in the world when people said that she was upset because Tom Brady wouldn't stop playing football. She says, what's been said is one piece of a much bigger puzzle. It's not so black and white. Sometimes you grow together, sometimes you grow apart. When I was 26 years old and he was 29 years old, we met, we wanted a family, we wanted things together. As time goes by, we realize that we just wanted different things and now we have a choice to make. That doesn't mean you don't love the person, it just means that in order for you to be authentic and truly live, to truly live the life that you want to live, you have to have somebody who can meet you in the middle, right? It's a dance, it's a balance. When you love someone, you don't put them in a jail and say, you have to live this life. You set them free to be who they are, and if you want to fly the same direction, then that's amazing. So what are your thoughts on that, Mom? Good. Good. Ma, I said all that, and that's right. your response. Yeah, because all that was a blah, 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 blah. We're divorced. Tommy was stubborn. He didn't want to. He didn't want to do what I wanted him to do. Yeah. No. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, well, that's not actually a joke. As I said before, it didn't make sense that she was. They were getting a divorce because he didn't quit football. It might have coincided with uh, some type of football season or whatever was going on at the time. Yeah. But that didn't make sense at this late stage in his football career. Right. Well, he's now retired, but at that point, you know he was one foot out the door simply based on his age. Right. So it didn't make sense that she would just throw a fit and decide to divorce based on football alone. Right. It had to be that... Either him or her or him and her didn't see a future together. Right. Didn't see a future without football. Right. You know, because you knew that's what the future was going to be. Right. You knew already the football was behind. So, uh, somewhere along the line, they, they didn't see moving forward together. Somewhere along the line, I do believe her when she said they had different visions of each other. Mm-hmm. Or different visions for each other. Mm-hmm. And however you want to put it. They, um, he was going east and she was going west, you know. So that's how I see that. And never the twain shall meet. And, you know, and I think they talked about it. I think that's why he took his little, you know, hiatus and went wherever he went and did whatever they did. Mm-hmm. I think they talked about it. They may have spent that time ironing out the divorce. They may have spent that time deciding if that's what they really want to do. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure. But I do believe that they talked about it. I don't think anybody just jumped up and said, I'm out. Goodbye. Yeah. I think they really talked about it and decided that they, you know, they agreed that they didn't agree. Yeah. And that's what I think happened. And and I think that a divorce is not something, you know, I will say for most people and, and in particular people who have been together for as long as they have been to. I don't think that there's something that just jump up and say, oh, I'm going to get a divorce. Right. Now, if they right. had only been together for a couple of months or a year, then right. yeah. But they, you know, had two children together and, you know, she was a stepmom to his, you know, oldest child. Right. Uh Right, you know, they built a life together. They were together, married for like thirteen years, and together for maybe like you know, 
14, 15 years, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that what she's saying is, you know, really just kind of very mature yeah. and handling it in a way that you would hope that most people would handle it, uh, you know, and understand that you, nobody is your property and, um, you know, you can, you know, do your best and try to make things work as a couple. But if you and that person aren't meeting each other in the middle and there's not compromises being made on both ends, then how can you make this last? And right. why would you want to make right. it last? So, yeah, a lot of what she said rings true. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. uh, I mean, the, the real specific details as to what they differed on and all that is really not the public's business. Right. But the, the gist of what she's saying rings true. She gave it a lot of words and this and that, but bottom line, they didn't see a future together, you yeah. know. She wanted one thing, and he wanted something different, and they there was no compromising about it. Yeah, you know. I mean, if there's not neither one of them seemed to be like you know the other man, the other woman, the other person, yeah, whatever. N- neither one of them seemed to be like that. Right. Whatever they're doing, it's not all that. No, because they would. It would be, be out. In it there. would be out. Yeah, yeah. it would be out. You know, because people don't. It would it would have been immediate. Oh you know? please, so. you know, we we know everything. You know, so it's not that it was the two of them not being able to come to a meeting of the minds. Yeah, you know, so they dissolved the contract. Okay, but I like to say it like that, Ma. Oh, well, a marital contract. I know, but yeah, it makes it seem so. You know, just like contractual. Well, that's so. what they did. Well, they yeah. That doesn't mean they stopped loving each other or caring about each other. It's just a contract. Well, the, commitment, the commitment is now, there's no commitment anymore to that person. Well, they, I don't know how much of a commitment it was during the marriage. Well, that's true. Maybe there was a disparity right there. Yeah, that's Maybe true. Maybe one was much more committed than the other. Or either either one is more way more committed than the other or neither one are committed. But it's certainly not both of them being equally committed. That's that, true. that didn't happen. Else they wouldn't be divorced. That is true. So, you know. Okay, um, so let's move on to um I was gonna say something that is just re- well. Diddy and his kids are reportedly set to star in a reality show on Hulu. He trademarked Diddy plus seven. My any thoughts on that? No. Good luck and that's wonderful and you know Whatever. I guess Nick Cannon will have his next Nick plus by that time twenty. <laughs> by the time they get it on here, what is it now? Twelve. It's 15? twelve. Yeah, okay, that it's we 12. know. Yeah. Yeah. By the time they get it into production, it'll be it, it, Diddy and the crew. <laughs> Diddy and the team, or whatever. Oh gosh, I you know I'm not a big fan of people bringing their personal lives into reality shows. I'm fine with you know reality shows that actually have a theme. You know, there's like you know cooking shows, even you know relationship shows. But when it is your personal life, like your private life, I don't like that. So Nick Cannon already has a basketball team, right? Nick Cannon, yeah. I know you're talking about Diddy coming on with his, but Nick Cannon has got. The same big number of kids, even more. He has a full basketball team. Yeah, and he in has terms of numbers. Yes, he has a bench. Yeah, he yeah. has like a full. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So he can come on with his in a minute. Don't, don't as soon as they're all big enough to walk. Well, yeah. Well, we know who won't be on there. 
Oh, Mariah? Mar- Morocco and Monroe? No, no. Not with him. No, not with They him. might be on there with her performing. Oh, yeah. But they're not going to be on there with him. Right. I don't think Mariah would do a reality show. Well, she would. Because she did. But that's over. And then that, she decided that wasn't a good idea. Right. That's what I'm saying. No. Right. No. No, I, I don't see that being a thing for her. But Nick, we know he's been hustling and working since he was a child. Yeah. So he may, you know, it's all all acting gig to him. You know, Ma, I wanted to mention this because I I should have put this in beforehand to, you know, because this is kind of serious. I don't don't know if you heard about this. Uh, Shirley Ralph has alleged that she was sexually assaulted by a famous TV judge at a business event years ago. And she claims that the network executives witnessed the attack, but asked her to stay silent to avoid bad press. Someone came behind her and grabbed her ass and um, toned her down. Toned her down. Um, she wanted everyone to know it was not Judge Greg Mathis. She says, I love him and he's a great man. Um, so she was specific about not being him and okay, it good. apparently was on the same network that she was on. And it appears to be at the same time, I think Moesha was on air because it was somewhere between 1994 and 2002. And she um, revealed this information well, only... on Angela Yee's show. Oh, uh, Angela well, there's only one other one that you would think it would be. She won't say who it is. But... Is it male or female? Well, it was a male. Okay, yeah, well, then, it was yeah, a male. Well, yeah, it could be, okay, but yeah. yeah it was a, a but then it's only just Joe Brown. What? He was on that network? I don't know what network he was on. All right. So let's, let's just, we don't know who that was. We don't know if it was a, let's just say we don't know. It was a male judge, right? That's what she said. But you know, I keep up with the judges a lot. Okay. And, um. We don't know if who it was, though. We really don't. But she put that out there. What you mean you don't know who it was? If it was another man. Ma, we can't say that. And you know Judge Joe Brown is. He will come after people. We don't know who it was, but I'm just telling you what she said. So, you know, she knows she knows who it was, and apparently the executives knew who it was. Okay. That's who, I mean, if you, 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 it could be him. We don't know. It could be several other people okay. or judges. No, it couldn't. No, it couldn't. Not men, because most of them are women, number one. There's only a few men. There's only ever been a few men. Well, and because she was saying that how women, Mm -hmm. it's you know, feel intimidated to come out, and Mm -hmm. this happens all the time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's only other very few men, only like one or two other men. Okay. Well, we don't know. I know it wasn't Judge Mathis because Linda will get him straight. Well, wait, she said it wasn't Judge Mathis. Yeah. So I never, I never thought it was. Okay. So so let's move on. We don't know. Okay. That it was Judge Joe Brown. Let's say that. Don't know, Ma. All right, let's move on to um, multiple outlets have said that Lori Harvey and Dameson Idris have have reportedly split after three months. However, another outlet says not so fast. It was reported that we saw them hanging out with each other. Uh, Do you care about this, Ma? No. Okay, I'm going to move on. Good. All right. A young couple dating. They may end today, tomorrow, whatever. 
Okay, so Meech, my little Meech mm-hmm. from BMF, yeah. um, last year a woman hopped on the internet after meeting him and suggest- suggested that he had terrible hygiene. Oh, um, no. She said, I just want to know what possessed him to put that long sleeve shirt on and be so musty like that. That's oh. my dog, but he was musty. Now, she said that he smelled like onions. Now, Maybe he had eaten onions. Well, um, his co-star came out and said that, um, no, he's very clean. I've slammed the rumors. But 50 Cent, he started laughing that the woman said he smelled like onions. Now, here's my thing. Who is out of pocket or on the money with this? Is the TikToker going too far? Or if it's true, should she say things about someone like that? The TikToker went too far either way. Okay. She went too far either way because it's easy just to say anything about anybody. Right. That's number one. Right. And you say that's your friend, but they smell like onions. Maybe they simply ate onions. If that is true, guess what? Maybe it's just not even true. But guess what? If that's my friend, I'm not getting on TikTok saying that. Well, that's not the friend. They had just met them. Well, I'm that she mean that's my dog. That's my like, well, that's like my them. she likes him. Yeah, well, that's my dog or whatever. Right. If that really is your dog, meaning that you have love for them, mm-hmm. you know, and you like them and all that, you get on there and say that about them. No, you do not do that. She was out of pocket. You do that. She was totally out of pocket. And nobody knows that. that and fifty was laughing. Fifty was laughing because it was just so damn silly. Right. He was laughing at what the hell are you talking about, woman. He was laughing because it was just so damn silly. Right. No. 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 People need to stop talking about other people and their hygiene because no. somebody might be looking at them and theirs. Right. Half so the just... time they smell themselves. Let's get out of here. Right. Mm-hmm. Ma, now we need to talk about somebody else who um, is making headlines again, and I don't know what you think about this. So let me um, hear it. Wendy Williams um, was at a gay bar in New York City, um, and she was reportedly getting drunk. She broke with sobriety, and you know that she was in rehab. However, her representatives are painting it this way, saying that she's celebrating her new leash on life um, and has several new projects coming. I got it. But it was reported that people heard her saying she wanted to get drunk tonight and that she was moving to L.A. in three weeks, and she was looking for love, and she wanted to have it like sex in the city, and she was willing to F. That's what was reported by several outlets. Wendy just was drunk and talking, saying all this, Correct. Right? Well, I don't know what she said or what she didn't say. Uh, listen, Wendy, one thing about it. Wendy, come on, girl. If you're drinking, you know you're out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because whatever is your drug of choice, and we always like to separate alcohol, I guess, because it's not illegal. Yeah. Okay? But alcohol is also a drug. Yes. It's all drugs, okay? Clearly, I'm not anti-alcohol, but I'm going to say this to you, Wendy. Once you are addicted, mm-hmm. addicted, meaning that your consumption of whatever it is is affecting your health, your daily life activities, and on and on and on, once you are addicted, you have to cut it all out. Oh, yeah. You have to cut it all out. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, good and well, Wendy, you've been addicted. You've been, you've been a substance abuse, a drug addict for years, Wendy. For years. 
you've been a drug addict and Ooh. you know it and you've admitted it. You know you can't just go and have a couple casual drinks. Well, mom, you know what you cannot do that. You her. broke your sobriety. Does she have people around her for who care about her? Because guess what? All we should that, know about this. Okay, first uh, of all, uh, they don't care. They're just a bunch of vultures to trying to make money, sell a story for two, three dollars, whatever they get. Mm-hmm. You know that. Come on, come on. They're just a bunch of parasites. We're not even. Come on. We we don't even want to go there. We know that. Here's the thing for Wendy. If you are lucid, sober, clear thinking, why do you have these type of people around you? Well, who says she was? All that's why she shouldn't be drinking. Right. Well, yeah. That's all I'm saying. All that's why it's affecting your pocket. It's affecting your image. It's affecting people's willingness to take a risk on insuring you and investing money in you. Mm-hmm. Come on, Wendy, you know that better than anybody. Well, my, Why is listen. that going on? Why are you even in a bar? Look, if I'm a drunk, I ain't going in a bar. If I'm a, a, a substance abuse, if I'm an addict or whatever, I'm not going in a bar. Okay? I'm not going in the bar. Because if I'm going in the bar to do what? What am I going in there for? Soda? I'm going in there looking for a friend? Uh, well, what am I going in there for? I'm going in there to use the bathroom. They got bathrooms in every other place. They got a cell phone to call a friend. They got, what, what, for what reason is it a bar that you're going into? Except what's in a bar that you can't get from everywhere? A drink. A drink. Okay, you can't go necessarily in a bakery to get a drink. You know, you can't. You going in the bar exclusively to drink. What was she doing in there? All right, mom, we got all that. Okay, but all all I'm saying, I don't know what the question was. All I'm saying is, Wendy, get yourself together. But we, I think that Wendy has issues, and I don't think that they should. You think she has issues out and about like this? But you saying have her? You saying have her? Wendy, you saying have her? Wendy's the millionaire among all those people. Wendy's calls the shots. You saying have her? She's having them. But some people have people around them. I don't care. But she, I I understand. But guess what? That you want, you want to, you want to know what I believe. You want to know what I really believe? I think as duplicitous and cheating and everything as he was, I think there was a piece of Kevin which was self-serving. Listen to me. It was self-serving because if he saved Wendy's dollars and helped her dollars grow, that's helping his dollars grow. I think it was self-serving. It was self-serving. But you know how like like they say a lot of good things are done for the wrong reason? Yep. I think he he was doing the right thing for the wrong reason. He was helping to save Wendy because it was saving him. Okay. You know? All right. Now so that gonna... he's not there, he's gone and everything, it, it, nobody else can get next to her like that except maybe her son. Okay. And he's a young guy. Listen. You know? Listen, I just hope that Wendy gets the help that she needs. Well, and, me too. And she doesn't, well, me too. We don't need to hear about her getting drunk out. We, we No, not, not even we don't need to hear about it. It does not need to be happening. Okay. That's the bigger issue. All right. Um, so let's move on to somebody else who always is in, um, you know, headlines. Okay. Nick Cannon, who we mentioned, um, who was a father of twelve children um, by six different women, was asked, "Is there any woman that he's dated from his past that he wished that he had a child with?" And he didn't hesitate to say Christina Milian. 
They dated for two plus years and were co-stars in Love Don't Cost a Thing back in 2003, but they split when she found out he was unfaithful. Was this out of pocket or on the money for Nick Cannon to even answer this question? To me, it was on the money. The reason I say it was on the money, for a lot of people, it might have been out of pocket for the, uh, the average person. But for a man who has gone around having, you know, multiple, multiple children from multiple, multiple women, um, I think it was appropriate. In fact, I think it was, it fit right into who he is and what he's about. I think it was very appropriate. And it might even have something to do with his behavior now, not her, not Christine Million and particularly, mm -hmm. but him regretting things that he didn't do, right. you know, and uh, I think it was very much, uh, I think it was very much on the money. If I'm interviewing Nick Cannon, I'm going to go to address those sorts of issues surrounding him having multiple children and the different mothers and, you know, you know, what is he, when he reflects on the past, what, you know, you know, what would he have done maybe differently? You know, I would ask him that, especially and, a person who just had no kids for a, a while. Yeah, he didn't you have know. kids until and he then was, all of I a think, sudden, over 30 yeah, or around he, there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he started going buck wild with all these kids. I would kind of ask him things, you know, related to that. Yeah. Yeah, and he um, always says how Mariah was his dream woman and she's an angel and all this other stuff. And, well, you know, so I don't know what, what's up with Nick. I, I'm yeah. just going to leave that alone. But, you know, it's none of my well, business. Well, I would ask him for sure. It's, it's none of my business what he does in his personal life. But I would say, Nick, maybe it's a good idea not to keep having so many kids because, you know, kids are, they grow up to be adults. You know, everyone has their own individual needs and, um, you know, they need, you need time with your kids. Right. How is it possible and, that he's meeting the right. needs of these children? Right. We as How adults. Is that at all possible? We adults need that time. <laughs> sure. For one another. So, yeah. come yeah. on. Okay. Um, somebody else um, who is a um, very popular artist right now, Miss um, Doja Cat. Received some criticism out from fans when she re revealed she was recovering from a liposuction surgery and a breast reduction. Uh, was Who was out of pocket here? Doja Cat telling us what really was going on um, or some fans criticizing her for her choice to have plastic surgery? I don't think either one was out of pocket. Okay. I don't think either one. I think Doja Cat was very forthcoming. Nobody asked her, but she felt she wanted to share it. And as you know, these different surgical procedures are very commonplace, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, she just wanted to share it with her fans, you know, in case there's a noticeable difference in her body. And, you know, she just was being 100 about it. That's yeah. all. Uh, because people would have commented if she hadn't. And they didn't notice everything, you know. Mm -hmm. So she just said how she felt. And she did what she wanted to do. And the fans also, as Doja Cat is a public persona, yeah. you know. she The fans also, you know, uh, the fans who, you know, contribute to her lifestyle, they have a right to, to comment as well. Well, she, she put it out there. So when you Absolutely. put it out there, people can comment. Absolutely. I, I think that... You know, with the disappointment would would probably with some of the fans with Doja Cat is because Doja Cat isn't was a, a well, I'm not saying that she is anymore an attractive woman and you know should be confident in her own skin and a lot of people feel that 
you know, that's part of this whole body dysmorphia that is, you know, really right. rampant. Well, she's also letting with you that know, community. Well, she's also letting you know that she has her uh, insecurities. Yeah. And, you know, and she's real like everybody else in that way. Mm-hmm. She accepts the fact that, you know, there's different things that maybe she would like to do. Well, like that's to, not being know. real that some people feel like. That's well, being... You know, that's taking the easy way out. Well, that's taking the easy way out in terms of a quick fix for her body. Right. But it's also letting you know that she's vulnerable in those areas. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I think I think it's a tough thing. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you know, she was vulnerable to say. And then the fans, I guess they, they have the right to comment on it. And yeah. I don't think that, you know, people are body shaming anyone because you're the one who put it out. You know, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and, you know, she I, didn't say that yeah, it was body yeah, because it's not a body shaming it. issue as far as I'm concerned. Right. But you know, all these different surgeries and stuff that's kind of passe. You yeah. know, people are kind of over that. You know, you just do what you want to do. And I guess I think that's why people were a little bit disappointed in Doja for doing that. Yeah, know? yeah. But nobody needs to be disappointed. She's a human, just like the rest of us. There you, you know? go. And there you she, go. And she, she and she was open and honest. She was open and honest enough to make herself, you know, to show her vulnerability. That's how I felt. Right. So, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. And my finally, um, Chris Brown is, well, he is, I think he still is touring in the UK. Okay. Um, he's busy giving lap dances and breaking up relationships, apparently. Um, a TikToker claims that he broke up with his girlfriend because Chris Brown gave his girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, a lap dance on stage. Oh, Who boy. was out of pocket in this situation, Mom? Was a girlfriend out of pocket for getting a lap dance from Chris Brown? Um, was the boyfriend out of pocket for breaking up with her? What do you think? The boyfriend just wanted to break up with her. You it's, saw you saw the lap yes, dance. Yes, I saw the video. The boyfriend just wanted to break up with her. Right. That's just a plain and simple. That was not that, that lap dance. Everybody had on their clothes. It's not even real. Right. It's not even real. It was all a big prop. That boyfriend just wanted to break up with her. Goodbye, the end. Good riddance. Keep moving. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it was out of pocket from the the boyfriend completely. There was not Please. really. It, it was just really ridiculous, guys. If you get a yeah. chance to look at it, it was nothing at all. It was just silliness to me. And somebody it was somebody just wanted attention. And at some point, Chris Brown was up there with several other guys. It wasn't even just him. All right, you know. At least not for long. It was in for a few seconds or something. Right. And then the, the, here's the, several other guys who were even more naked than Chris. And Chris had on all his clothes. Right. You know, and the other guys had on uh, the bottoms. All right. You know, they just had the shirts off. Right. You know, so I mean, come on, man, please. Okay. Uh, Ma. So and then it's Chris Brown. So, what do you, know, you know your girlfriend. What, she going to go home with him? I don't think so. Well, she might, but I don't think well, she's going she to get too the, much from no, that. Right, right, right. No, right. I'm pretty sure he had whoever he wanted to go with uh, home. Home, back right. Then. Or in the backstage. Uh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> so, Ma, um, YouGov had a survey um, that released, uh, you know, a couple days ago that reveals something that we probably already knew. Americans overestimate the size of minority groups and underestimate the size of most majority groups. Okay. So, my here's just a few that I don't know what you think. I want you to tell me. So, um, household income of one million. What percentage of Americans 
do you think have a household income of over one million? Six percent. So the estimated uh, number was twenty percent. No, it's actually less than zero percent. Okay. All right, that's worse. I thought it would be about six. Okay. All right. All right. Um, well, it's not less than zero percent. I'm sorry. It's less than you know, less yeah. than one percent. Well, yeah, less than one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know nothing is less than zero. I thought you were joking. Right. Okay. It's less. It's, okay. it's less than one percent, guys. Okay. 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 Um, and what percentage do you think are transgender? Percentage of what? Millionaires or no of Americans? What percentage of Americans? Oh, oh about uh, I'm gonna say point five percent. About half a percent. You were close. It was 0.6%. Okay. America thinks that it's 21%. Good. I don't know what America, though, that is, but go ahead. Listen. Never mind. Go okay. Ahead. Household ahead. income of over 500000 Oh, that's about 6%. So, it's only a little over 1%. It's oh, 1.5%. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, go ahead. America estimates 26%. Oh, no, I didn't think that, but go ahead. Okay, our Democrats. Well, somebody got to be 6%, but go ahead, keep going. Right, our Democrats. Our Democrats what? What percentage do you think uh, of Americans uh, are Democrats? uh, 34%. So it's 42%. Okay. Uh, Most people surveyed thought it was 51%. No, because there's too many other things. Categories. How about Republicans? What percentage? Thirty-four percent. Forty-seven percent are registered Republicans. Okay. Wow. People think it's fifty percent. So it's actually oh, more dip- more more Republicans registered than okay. Democrats. Okay. Okay. Our, well, well, Democrats. A lot of them will not self-identify as Democrats because they'll be liberal. But right. when it comes to voting, they just have to go to the Democrats. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Are white. What percentage of Americans are white? Really white? So, yeah. Consider, self-identify as, as white. white. Right. 63. So it's 59. Okay, and the that's est- close. Estimated is 64. So that was pretty close, yeah. Okay. So how about our black? Now, see, to me, this is more of okay. our numbers aren't counted. Okay. But. I'm going to say 12%. 12%. The, you're correct. Mm-hmm. The estimated my American says 41. They think 41% of the population is black. Well, they just call anybody black. Go ahead. Are Hispanic. Now, uh, see there. Okay, I, I got you. I'm going to say just self-identify as Hispanic, black or white or black or black. Right. Afro-tino, all that shit. Uh, I'm going to say 20%. 17 Okay. So, guys, Hispanic can identify as white as well and also as black. Yes. Just putting that out yes, there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because S- it's not a race. Right. It's a cultural identity. Yes. Right. And so, people um, estimated that 39%. Well, they had that wrong. All right. Let me do this this way so it makes more sense. How many people do you think are Christian? And I will tell you what the America thinks, that 70% are Christians. No. I'm going to say I will say 51%. 58% okay. are Christian. Okay. How about atheists? The estimated atheists. number is 33%. No. 
Atheist is only going to be about 20%. 3% identify as atheist. Oh, okay. Well, then the the other 17 is agnostic. Oh, right. Right. Something, you know, I don't have that number in front of me. Okay. Okay. How about Jewish? So they're estimating that 30% Mm, of the population is Jewish. No, I'm going to say Jewish is going to be uh, about 8%. 2%. Oh, gosh, I was even inflated with that. Okay, go ahead. Identify as gay or lesbian. The estimate is 30%. Oh, no, that's wrong. It's going to be about 56%. (laughs) That's going to be about 18%. 3%. They're lying. 3%. Well, we didn't go into to buy there's people who okay, identify okay. as bi but okay. there's only about four oh, percent okay. that identify as bi okay but you know there's other things yeah 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 so i don't know okay, that seems very low still yeah. um asian so they estimate that the population of asians is 29 percent in this country we know that is not correct i'm going to say asian about eight percent six percent okay Okay, and then Native American estimate, they say 27%. Oh, my God. They must, they, I don't know. They can't do math. Uh, Native American is going to be about 3%. It is 1%. Okay. Okay, and the last two have an advanced degree. So that means a master's or and above. above. Um, that's going to be uh, about four percent so this one is interesting the estimate is 37 mm-hmm. and the true is 12 oh so that's okay. pretty high yeah that's good okay okay now this last okay, one so. the mm-hmm. estimate for owning a gun is 54 percent what do you think is the real number 63 32 oh, okay. only 32 percent of people oh, actually own a gun okay Oh, all right. They didn't count Texas. Right? <laughs> well, Texas is yeah the whole number, the whole, right? Yeah. Okay. okay, so let's do our favorite reality show. I don't know if it's our favorite reality show because we have Love Is Blind coming back too that we got to talk about. Okay. Um, but Ma, Kirsten and Shaq, the kiss. What are your thoughts on this this couple for the week? I got to I got to take another shot, Ma. Okay. So you know. Well, I've been sipping all along. Is that the strawberries and whipped cream? Yes. Um. Okay, everybody was saying awkward, awkward. I heard everybody using that funny expression, awkward. Uh, what I'm going to say is that um, I'm glad to see they got it done. Okay, break the ice. Even if it was awkward in the beginning, there had been so much anticipation, you know, and whether or not it was ever going to be a kiss, it would, ep- you know, whether or not it would ever happen. So I'm just glad to see that it happened. You know, they'll, they'll, you know, get their technique down pat as time moves on if they stay together. You know, so to me, it didn't matter if it was a little bit awkward. I'm glad they did it. I'm not going to criticize the technique and this and that and whatever was a kiss. And, you know, and, and most kisses are just how you feel and spontaneous. Most kisses don't have a particular technique. At least not a conscious technique because you just it's just emotional. You're just kissing how you feel. Yeah. It could be a big kiss, a little kiss. It could be whatever. You know, uh, I'm glad they kissed. That's what I'm going to say. 
Whatever, whatever else is going on, I don't know if they're going to grow together, grow apart. I don't know. But the kiss part, they needed to get over that hurdle because that was ridiculous. It was very, I'm like, it was, well, I don't know. You didn't say it. I thought it was Everybody very Everybody was awkward. saying awkward, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, I, I, awkward or not, I'm glad they did it. I, I don't, I don't like the fact, what you mean you don't know? Oh, Everybody no. else kissed, they can't even kiss. I don't know. I just something about it just seemed strange. I guess I'm being immature, but something about no, it was just. No, you're you're uh, just saying how you feel. Look, I don't care how they held their heads, how long they did they you know use their tongues or whatever they did oh, and, and penetrated or whatever. Look, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you why people are rating the technique. I'm happy about that. It they didn't had look like sentiment. they had good chemistry. It looked like it was forced. It looked well, like it was. They said, look, guys, you're going to kiss, and this yes, is what you right. might do. Right, and th- and that's what they did, and that's why he put the whipped cream and strawberry because at least he could go for something. At least he could go for the food, you know, or whatever. <laughs> if he didn't have the sentiment, most people like either strawberries or whipped cream or both, you know. So I mean, to me, it was fine. You know, the the body painting when she came out there all wrapped up except her pudgy, undefined stomach. Everything else was all wrapped up. I'm like, I've seen people do body paint, and they're more naked than that. They have on like a bikini, right? I can't. Mind no, no, no. Either. I'm dead serious. No, it just the whole. We've seen thing people wasn't, do. It wasn't. Who well, you sexy. see do body paint with all wrapped up and all this? You don't see nobody do body paint like that. I've seen it on TV, and they and they had on like a bikini, right? Because you don't. Is want that, that what you're gonna do in Hawaii, ma? And yeah, as soon as I meet Shaquille over there. Shaquille, Shaquille that's yeah, the Shaquille or Idris or whoever's into body painting. Well, where you get Shaquille or Idris? Isn't there a big gap there? Listen, whoever comes with the body paint, okay? I saw, I, that's he, no, Idris you know, is no who I'd like to see. Sha- Idris I'd like to see come. Shaquille is the last one I saw with the uh, body paint, okay? <laughs> so whoever shows up, whoever comes with the body paint. Um, all I'm saying is that uh, the whole thing, and you know, people criticizing the kiss. I'm glad they did the kiss because, as far as I'm concerned, when she said, "Okay, let me go in," I never seen nobody go in and, and come back out with something wrapped all this. Look like she got a blanket wrapped all around her. I mean, what kind of body paint you doing? The thing of body paint is that they usually have on a bikini. I've seen it. But a bunch some of people times. don't have on anything when they do body paint. Well, then I knew. They it. have sometimes yes. they have maybe a thong. Yeah, on listen. At the right. Top I knew she gone. wasn't going to come out there nude, but I thought she would come out there with something, you know, more appealing to him. And she come out there looking all rotund and wrapped up and, uh, nah, I don't know. Oh, and then he my. starts, and then, you know, I'm like, he, he doesn't have that much incentive from, from the way she was with that body paint but I'm glad that he kept on I just don't and believe anything they, these people say anymore I'm glad, they, um, I'm glad they did the kiss that's all Mom, I'm wait a minute. how about Clinton and Gina did they ever kiss we, did we ever see them kiss I thought they was kind of friendly in the beginning but it seemed like <laughs> since they had their fights since they had those several arguments or whatever about the ginger and the, and the, the, the Wait in the cellulite or the cylinder or whatever they were doing. Yeah. <clears throat> they, you know, I don't know how much kissy kissy they've been since then. But they did call you. They, they have fun. They go out. They have their, you know, cocktails and rodeo they went to and they went mountain climbing. They were, you know, submerged mm-hmm. or, or not submerged, but they dumped <laughs> in the beautiful. <laughs> they weren't really submerged, but they dumped in the beautiful lake. I mean, they had their little different <laughs> things they did, right? 
Oh, yeah, they did. Romantic. Uh, they did the best for what they were working with. There you go. Okay, so we're gonna have to start paying Chris Brown. He's gonna mm-hmm. start and and they family. and they meet up back in the apartment, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you want to say? All right, move on, my Chris and Nicole. Nicole's big mouth. Oh, Nicole. I mean, right. I like Nicole, but she just needs to be quiet. Yeah, she talks that much. Let's just see how that goes because. Ah, uh, you know, I know Chris has been through a lot and he's been hurting his neck, but it seems like he's developed a pretty much of a hard shell yeah, since what? then. Yeah. He seems like he can stand his ground for what he really wants. I don't see him being such a pushover for Nicole. Mm-mm. I see her doing more for him. So let's just see how that goes. All right. Right, right. So, uh, okay. And she wants, Nicole wants Chris and her father to get along. And uh, they seem to have gotten along pretty well, you know, at least this last episode. So let's just see how that goes moving forward. But she better put her energy on her and her and Chris getting along. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't trust it with him. Cause like I said, he signed that nine-month lease on his apartment. I don't even so understand don't that. That seems real crazy to me. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what his thinking is. But he's certainly putting a lot of protection on himself. Okay. Um, uh, and finally, the last couple, Jasmine and Aries. Uh, I oh, just am boy. so... Jasmine, mm. why don't you just run? I, this is what I don't like that they've done with this show. Is in particular... I mean, the women... I guess the women have... There have been some women on there that have, haven't been so nice. We get it. Um, you know, that woman who I'm a good person. What's her name? I don't remember her name. Alyssa. Alyssa. Like Alyssa, I'm a yeah. good person. You know, and you know. And, Alyssa was the worst. She was the worst. And they've had other ones on there. <laughs> Lindsay, you know, Lindsay was kind of real aggressive towards her husband. And that was kind of strange. But anyway, um, but for the most part, I feel like the women, they get the bulk of the bad treatment in the relationship on this show. Yeah, yeah, they and, do. And a lot of times it's the, the black women in particular. Yeah. Um that I've noticed. Um Aries Well Paige would be the poster child for abused women on that Paige, show. Yeah. That would be Paige. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess I should have just mentioned Paige really because yeah, it seems like that's in recent memory. Yeah. But Jasmine, why is it that Dr. Pepper is talking to Jasmine like she's a person who hasn't been down for Aries from day one. Right. Well, you need to support him. You need to show more support. Show more support for what? What? To a man who's telling you every I don't episode, like you. right, I'm not attracted to you. And he has a facial expression on his face like he ate something bitter. Right. Or drank something violent. I think that's just how he looks, Mom. He has the expression that he just doesn't even want to... I've seen him smile. I'm joking. You know, but he has the expression like he just doesn't want to be bothered with her at all. That, that was and, uh, and And, you know, he has to understand that he's hurting her feelings. Why is he so mean? Like, what? I don't understand. Like, I really... Like, Jasmine... Jasmine is a is a sweet person, you know. She's in you know good shape and all this other stuff, whatever you know, superficial crap. But he just is not feeling her, and he is so mean to her. I and for her to keep saying, "I'm attracted to my husband." What are you attracted to? First off, is there something wrong with your eyesight? Second of all, is there something wrong with your hearing? Yeah, because yeah, all those two things I don't see. How you would be attracted to him? 
He doesn't treat you well. And I don't understand how he's so physically attractive. Like, why you think that? You know, listen, a lot of times a person, you initially may not be attracted to them initially, and then you get to know them and, oh, this person is the sexiest man alive because they have a good personality and they treat you well. Right. This person treats you like a crap. crumb. Right, right. And I, you know, and I'm not even getting a mixed signal from him. No. He talks nasty about her. He's, you know, insensitive in his words and he treats her nasty. It's just all, you know, it's just all negative, 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 and talking to her like she better be glad to, you know, be on the same planet with him. Right. You know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And she holds her head down when she says, but he's not attracted to me. And she puts her head down. And, you know, and I remember my grandfather used to say, I mean, he died when I was like 11, uh, but I remember he used to say, or 12. But anyway, he used to say, don't hold your head down. I don't care what's going on with you, what's going inside, going on inside you. Don't hold your head down. And when she talks about, and I believe that, and I believe in that. When she talks about, when she refers to uh, uh, Aris and his whole BS nonsense, her head's down. Yeah. Oh, I'm attracted to him, but uh, why is your head down? What on earth is causing you to hang your head down? Hold your head up. Right. And say whatever it is you have to say, but do not present as being just so downtrodden and devastated because this man who has so many issues himself and he's just like a a 39-year-old teenager. Right. You know, no, no, uh uh-uh. You can't, you can't let that. And you said you, you know, you said you mentor these young girls and you tell them about, you know, being self-aware and, you know, how to be assertive and so on and so forth. And you are right to feel like you're being a hypocrite because you are. And you're right to acknowledge that you aren't doing those things yourself. Get it together, Jasmine. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything good to say. My I think I said all I had to say is that Jasmine deserves better treatment. Um she's a a better but person. But you don't get what you deserve, you get what you accept. I, I wanted That's to the problem. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah you're you right. know. She's she's getting what she's accepting. If she didn't accept that, she wouldn't have that. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay, Jasmine, it's on you. But the you do, but Dr. Control. Pepper and them, they should feel ashamed. Let Dr. Pepper go find her husband. This that. is a, a 80-year-old woman talking about she got a husband. I don't even know if she knows if she has a husband or not. Yeah, because he Dr. doesn't. Pepper. She said they don't live together. She yeah, don't know. And she don't know cows, nobody's never seen you with a wife. Nobody knows nothing about you and your wife. Go ahead. Three things that made you smile, Miles. The sun, the stars, the moon, and going to Hawaii. Okay, uh, Monique's special is airing April 4th on Netflix. Monique, you know, positive vibes to you. Uh, you know, we'll check it out and see, you know, what, what you have going on. So, you know, congratulations to Monique. Um, Jay-Z, Ma, is a, his real-time net worth has doubled since last year. It stands at $2.5 billion. According to Forbes. Yeah, so he's been taking my financial advice. He has, yeah. You need to give me some of the advice. Okay. Uh, and finally, Beyonce's partnership, unfortunately, with Adidas has reportedly ended among sales dip. However, she just announced her new partnership with Bauman. 
So congratulations to Beyonce. Um, okay. It's going to be more obviously upscale. Congratulations to 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 Bay. Okay. All right, um, everyone. Well, Mod- Adidas. When you say sales tip, isn't that because people are upset with Adidas with the whole thing? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah. So okay. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah. Okay. They had a they had a great partnership for years. Yeah. And sometimes you know at yeah. times okay. things just okay. run out. Okay. You know, Adidas okay. had been Beyonce chose Adidas because Adidas had people like her in the room. Right. You know, right. and so you gotta yeah. you know give them credit for that. Okay. So just run out. Right. No 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 hard feelings okay. with Adidas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, ma. Anything you want to say before we go? No, I want to tell everybody, well, just a little bit, not no. I just want to tell everyone to take care of themselves. Let your voices be heard every time you have the opportunity to. If you care about it, speak up about it and stay woke. Okay, thanks for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Remember to read The Vanishing Half and let us know what you think. Um, you can, you know, send us a DM. You can also email us at info at bambushihappyhour.com. Follow us um, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Peju, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour, guys. Like Ma said, stay woke, be safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.